I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. As early as the 1830s, Maria Stewart, a free black woman in abolition from Hartford, Connecticut, and the first American-born woman of any race to lecture before a mixed audience of men and women, blacks and whites, also revealed a sharp tongue when she spoke from Boston's African-American Female Intelligence Society and the New England Anti-Slavery Society in 1832. Stewart was a follower of the martyred uh, freedman David Walker whose 1829 call for armed revolt against slaveholders resulted in southern several southern states passing laws that made the circulation of insurrectionist literature punishable by death in georgia the fear of walker's pamphlet known as david walker's appeal caused the legislature to make punishable by fine or jail to read like walker who died mysteriously probably murdered in 1830 after a price was put on his head stewart proclaimed i can put i can but die for expressing my sentiments before the mixed audience in boston's franklin hall in addition to her abolitionist sentiments stewart's experience as a domestic moved her to criticize both whites and black men who discriminated against and or refused aid african-american women through whose talents and too often their sexual virtue were buried in performing mean servile labor stewart's black nationalist sentiments were fired by her feminist perspective and couched with the sanction of biblical scripture using the, the examples of strong assertive queens and women of wisdom in the bible she employed black women to develop their skills open stores and schools of their own and not be subservient to men hey welcome to the black Tips podcast with your host rod and Karen. and we're live on a saturday ready to do some feedback mm-hmm. find us on itunes stitcher podomatic uh just you know anywhere you find podcasts leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we love those we're gonna read some on this show that's we what are. this is about yes we got a few um and of course you can leave comments at the com. you can vote in the polls on that site you can uh email us the tips at gmail.com you can leave voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less at 704-557-0186 um you, there's so many ways to get in contact with the show if you want to become a premium member go to the black guy who took go to the black guy who com slash register that's the best way to become premium um and register okay after that you can go to the premium page and see all the rss fees and all that stuff there mm-hmm. um the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport a bullet ball extreme today's excerpt is from ida a sword among lions um which uh like i said chronicles the life of ida b wells and um it is written by paula get and that particular passage it's interesting because that's 1830 right a lot of stuff that's why like i said reading is just it helps me historically to put things in perspective because sometimes people and and you know to their detriment to their whatever i think certain themes in life always play out and there's a lot of people that think they like recently stumbled onto this thinking or that black women just suddenly like whenever you hear these you know you hear especially men say this uh black men say this so it's like the feminist got in these black women's head 1830 right so 1830 you had a black woman saying hey it's not just white people 
that that are that are that are using us uh that are taking us for granted that are aiding in our oppression also men within our community are often doing the same thing and push this message of like self-reliance for black women in general you know like we can't be waiting on these brothers to come around we just got to do it on our own you know educate yourself feed yourself uh employ yourself um and to see those type of thoughts um you know pushed forward at such an early time comparatively to people that still looking for these same things now mm-hmm. how how much time how much energy is expended on trying to get brothers to wake up trying to get white people to understand the plight of black women and all that stuff to this day you know so it that's what it made me think about and also the other thing i would add was not taught at all about maria stewart in my school Mm-mm. on no level did i ever learn about this woman so you know it's that extra level too where it's like damn like this would be a good person to learn about this would be a good person to be taught about um 1830 you know how brave you have to be you know her mentor died by mysterious circumstances um (laughs) you know even that part where people go uh you know these ain't my ancestors hands i wouldn't have been no slave david walker died right because he wrote literature that told people hey pick up your guns kill these motherfucking slave owners that was in 1832 (laughs) or 18 uh 29 i mean 1829 he called for the armed revolt of black people in america we don't learn this shit in school you know that i mean shit the two slavery movies i watched the david walker movie i watched the maria stewart movie just go ahead put it out let's do it you know what i mean like i'll let niggas be mad but i'll be in the theater with popcorn when the theaters open back up i'll be in the theaters with popcorn probably magic johnson theater because amc will be bought by then but i'll be in the theater with popcorn watching this shit in my hazmat suit like let's fucking do this so yeah that's what i was thinking about for for me yeah kind of the same thing things never change history repeats itself and you know particularly when it comes to marginalized women particularly black women it's always a a two-edged sword because we deal with racism from white people and then we are also disenfranchised by our men as a whole and you know it's one of those things where uh it's funny though when it well for all women period but when it comes to black women it's like for a black woman to be like i'm not going to uh be uh subjugated to a man or i'm not gonna let a man quote unquote control my life you know that's considered radical that's considered you know outside of the norm because when black women do that you're going against the structure of the man quote unquote being in charge and for a lot of black men their goal is not freedom their goal is to have the equality of a white man which means pressing everybody uh below them down and they don't think twice about it yep um and this like i said it's just an interesting thing because if if you let pop culture tell it if you let like if you learn all your feminist stuff from like what niggas are talking about on twitter and stuff it really seems like this shit just started (laughs) you know maybe um i'm gonna fuck up the pronunciation of this uh matter of fact why can't i just google it well let me even fuck up the name of it but um uh there are but there's like groups that people feel like okay this um 
this is where black feminism started or this is where you know womanism started or this is where and it's like keep going back uh yeah Combahee uh Combahee river collective that's what i was gonna say people might think well that's where it started 1974 it's like nah these thoughts have been around we haven't been educated and a lot of these people have been lost in the annals of history because someone deemed them not important enough to teach us about or too dangerous to teach us about what if we fuck around and start believing in ourselves what if we start looking at some of their rhetoric and be like yeah armed slave revolt motherfucker like let's get the guns and take this shit back like there's a reason an insidious reason why we don't learn this stuff but it's also why a lot of times people pat themselves on the back and saying i'm not like my ancestors or i'm not gonna take it like they did you've been taught all all the people that took it or the people they deemed acceptable to teach you about the revolutionaries that time came around on and they can go well no we love martin luther king mm-hmm. you know? when they time they were right. not liked right people that people rave and they clap and they applauded they were not liked america as a totality was like fuck them niggas you don't assassinate people you like right yeah you don't banish them you don't there's people they chose to be acceptable i think correct you know like oh we can teach you about george washington carver oh we can teach you about uh crispus addicts but not his abolitionism or anything like you know so i feel like that's what happens a lot of times if we start thinking to ourselves because we're indoctrinated in this shit we as black people start going well yeah i'm the first motherfucker that's, that looked at this country and said this shit is wrong for black women or this shit is bad for black people or, this shit is bad for lgbt folks and it's like no you can't be Mm-mm. there has to be people before us that had the same thoughts because they could see the the bullshit circumstances we're not the only people that ever thought this is some bullshit and i'm gonna say something about it right uh and 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 like you say it's because we're bonded to the system because how can people think that people that were bought over here against their will were just gonna be fucking cool with it oh cool you bring me over here against my will chain me cool you separate me from my family and my loved ones and my children cool i lose all my rights i you don't even speak my language you put your religion upon me cool everybody's not gonna be cool with that yeah and the other thing too is i I brought this up on the show before and i'm sure i'll bring up it in another excerpt later but um the things that people consider respectability used to be revolutionary and it's just weird to see us not give any credence to that through the lens of history we can't and i think it's because we don't learn history for the most part and we don't we're not very interested in learning history it's like a book but put that shit in a tv show you know like i get it you know i'm not trying to tell people you got to read but it, it there's some things that you're only going to find in text there are some things that maybe audible could help i don't know but there are some things you're only going to find there you're not going to find it on your tv uh it's not going to fit neatly into a, a short um you know documentary necessarily or you know it might not and, get out of points yeah and everything because we live in a world of instant quick fast 140 characters or less you know it's some shit that i'm so, it's just not going to fit 140 characters or less it's just not <laughs> it's some shit that you actually have to analyze and think about and use critical thinking skills and and actually apply thought and actually have heart and have compassion and actually understand you know as a whole we reject that and we reject it to the point of even uh not to get off topic but even with the coronavirus we reject it to that people act like 
diseases have it hasn't hit this country and wiped out native americans and brown people before this is nothing new underneath the sun yeah I, and like i said man um i understand reading is intimidating to people or whatever but this is one of the reasons i do that on the show is because i'm like this is what i read many people don't know these things because i i know i didn't know these things and i'm i didn't have necessarily the sheltered you know uh upbringing of we're not going to teach you anything about blackness and black history in america I, my parents taught uh like encouraged us to learn a lot of stuff about it and even with that there's still shit where i'm just like did not know this did not have that there's still stuff people uncovered you know and they're like yo did you guys know who zora neil herson was like would have died in relative obscurity you know so uh anyway all that stuff to say man like um that that was uh that passage right there i was just like man that like our people was always fighting and i'm just so proud to be black in this country period me too uh there's nothing they can do to me to make me not be proud of that butterfly in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right let's get into oh and uh if, if you give if, i don't know if we said it on the show or not but uh i don't think the email went out from crowdcast today for some reason mm-hmm. so if you're getting this email after the show goes off at midnight or something sometimes <laughs> they do that yes um, 1 to 2 a.m yes just just know that you know we did everything the same way and it just didn't pop off for some reason um also programming note um um i let me make sure the absolute right time but i'm pretty sure tomorrow at 2 p.m our time yeah two uh we're supposed to have a guest uh we'll be live on the crowdcast and it should be janelle james so um you know hopefully that works out you know and of course uh don't forget you know the uh follow us on crowdcast um follow us on social media that's where we a lot of times we tweet out and post Mm -hmm. that we're going live on facebook and stuff Mm -hmm. you can do that by just putting the blackout tips into you know social media and uh of your choice and following us there we don't do that on instagram but facebook and twitter we do it um so all right guys uh some of you guys had the uh the, the the just i don't know what you call it the charity some of you guys are, you know were so nice to, to to still uh find a way to put a little something on it this week and uh, uh give us a little donation to the church thank you i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song to you today's a new day new day new salary let's get into it james c recurring donator thank you very much james uh damian jackson who i I am for real real. uh david c thank you very much david autumn w brichette r damian r nicola c dr bambi 
kevin w our girl falcons diva donna n jason f felicity f Derek lw linwood c lawrence c b coleman uh grace n donna n zachary n uh from the living corporate podcast that's everyone for this week thank you everybody that, that took the time out to donate thank you smile it's so hard to look up when you look down i sure would hate to see you give up now you look so much better when you smile everything gonna be perfect but it still don't mean today don't have purpose today's a new day but there is no sunshine you know, I messed up the words. Let's just move on. Um, <laughs> we had five star reviews. Uh, we got three on iTunes and like one on Stitcher. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one on iTunes is thankful I stumbled across this dope podcast by Truth and Soul. I'll be in, I'll, I'll be in dialysis three and four hours. I love listening Ooh. to the show. Stay blessed. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I'm never thought about that. Get through that, baby. Yeah, never thought about that. But that's another thing where you can't, you sitting somewhere, you can't go nowhere. Nowhere. Your mind is on, ticking. You gotta do it. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we can help you get through that. I got five on it. Ow. This is by Delasha L who says, the blackout tips has been a staple in my life for years now play cousins rod and karen have been keeping me company during covid i even got a chance to use that adam and eve discount code a welcome gift for my isolation needs okay uh (laughs) with the uh with the uh eye emojis Uh, it is essential oh delacia is how it's pronounced uh thanks delacia uh tipping in the age of COVID 19 this is from best listener ever 99 who says i don't use apple products anymore but i downloaded and updated itunes just so i can leave another good review in the age of COVID 19 the blackout tips keep me sane always funny always informative and i always recommend going premium if you can there's more good stuff behind the paywall i promise but rod please bring back the theme song for balls deep you changed it just when i got the lyrics straight i need to sing along thanks well here's (laughs) here's a dirty little truth about the balls deep theme song um which is from the cleveland show uh which i love by the way just Mm -hmm. i love that song everything here's the thing though you're sitting down for four hours recording with justin okay who uh we sometimes need to pee okay i'm drinking a lot more water in the last couple years all right in the last year or so and so i need the pee break and so if i play the longer rock intro i get to go and while y'all listen to my amazing impressions i get to go and get some water and and take a pee and wash my hands of course like i need time and that's what's really happened okay so that's what be happening in the background i'll try to remember to maybe cue it up one of these days or something but that's you know a little behind the scenes for you dog okay i'm sorry um sorry to let you down uh all right and then lastly we got one on stitcher from little chef who says the perfect podcast this show is informative and funny deep serious and goofy you know what that is the best way to describe us (laughs) deep serious and goofy uh i've been listening for years and it's a must in my opinion my new girl 
has come to love it as well since we've been working uh from home these last few weeks by the way i did this for my work laptop on stitcher haha <laughs> five stars yes yes get paid to leave five stars you know like on the clock please <laughs> like why 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 leave five stars for, for free, free when you can get paid uh thank you five star reviews everyone mm-hmm. comments on the website 2078 oh, allow yourself morning was our feedback episode we got one comment from miss barnes 72 who says thank you for the chat party after the podcast oh yeah that's right if you guys weren't in the chat or in the chat room uh you didn't get to hang out with us but Mm-mm. we hung out a little extra on um saturday night drank a little bit we did and we did top ends and we'll give our top five anything you know um it's kind of like that facebook game everybody's playing mm-hmm. uh except uh you know we can ask us our top five uh and it was a good time and Same. got some good discussions about all kinds of stuff and um and you know goofy and silly with everybody played music and stuff and you know thank you thank you to everyone who hung out with us because uh, we know you could have been at one of the quarantine club parties i don't blame you right come on the dj battles is going off every night you know every night i know, I know uh you know <laughs> we'll be here the next day for most people you know but but uh i don't know if the rizzo will be battling i don't know dj premier or whatever i don't know t-pain uh, and somebody else was the other was, was yeah. and i went to go party Little john the t-pain yeah i was partying hard the other night uh i had a ball and asked a bunch of anime questions drank all my wine then i had to start drinking a beer and had a lot of fun we need to do this again soon i agree we will do it again mm-hmm. maybe I, that was kind of a trial run maybe we'll do some type of uh ask me anything uh chat session one night um I, and i'll try to let the people know before we do it on the show mm-hmm. and do all that type of stuff uh the poll was has social distancing changed how you use social media yes or no has it changed how I use social media? Yes. Uh, not by a lot, but I've increased the amount of time, but not by a lot. I started to take it down, mm-hmm. you know, kind of after about a week or two. I said, oh, this is too much. So, at first it increased, and then I took it down. Because Apple was telling me, hey, bitch, you don't hear too much. I was like, you know what, Apple, you're right. Yeah, it's changed how I use it, for sure. Um, this is a lot of stuff I just don't feel like doing and stuff i don't feel like seeing mm-hmm. and stuff i don't feel like sharing um and not also like i'm hiding from anyone or anything like i'm in denial but just everything's not for public consumption we're all in the house and i think people are getting more and more agitated on social media mm-hmm. and i think the only way to really avoid that is to not be on there interacting with people and to kind of keep it light when you are um so that that that's kind of changed a little bit um anyway 49 percent say yes 51 percent say no um miss Barnes says i had to limit my time on social media with a few exceptions facebook is a complete cesspool i run a squat challenge group look at a few articles from reliable friends and i log off the little bit that i was on facebook today i saw folks have a party last night and i know damn well it was well over 10 people i was shaking my head and logged off yeah before we went live they just caught uh caught i guess uh that two dallas cowboys dak prescott and ezekiel elliott was at a party last night and i guess somebody streamed some of it or some pictures got taken like people just doing whatever the fuck they want man uh all right they talking about they're gonna have the nfl season the fuck uh 
stefan said that's what yeah that's what's so funny is the uh, owners being like well we'll just get the players back and that i'm like the players are grown-ups who also might not want to listen you have no guarantee that they're going to actually listen and be like i'm not leaving the hotel room because you told me to um yeah i'm just gonna go 11 months without seeing my family or having sex or you know whatever like nah you don't know that stefan says in a sense yes in my real life i've been in the more zen place sometimes i do have a tendency to almost slip up and start rage tweeting but i don't i don't want to lose what i've gained from the past couple of weeks also people are showing their collective asses and the worst c19 uh gets uh oh like hot takes yeah luckily i've learned to tune out more yeah you kind of have to man yeah you you have to and, and i've learned to tune out and i've learned to check out and like i said when i am online it's very positive you know i tweet out you know post other stuff but overall it's very you know positive uh types of things uh because yeah it will make you snap particularly seeing the stupidity and just seeing all these things and it it just makes you upset particularly when you know that you're following all the rules and motherfuckers ain't and you like this is the fuck why i might not can never go outside again bitches stay your ass inside well you know the other thing too i think is changing how people use social media because i think you're seeing people have a tick up in how accessible they're being um because you're no longer having necessarily contact with people in real life so like i see more of my friends going live on instagram and live on facebook and um all that stuff like Mm -hmm. people are sharing more of their lives and interacting more because it's kind of been taken away from all of us and i think people still need that in a world where you know i know the cynical thing to say is i don't need people people the worst but you know that's not necessarily true for a lot of folks man they need that interaction with folks and they're not getting it sitting in the house working from home not supposed to go to the store not supposed to go out to eat you're not supposed to go see friends you're not supposed to go to parties can't club can't go to church like there's a lot of people now that kind of you know are reaching out to be like well let me do my own thing you know and i think that's there's something to that too it's not all bad Mm -hmm. and get off the internet some of it is it's not it's like let me make my internet a good place right right and and the thing is i've seen a lot of positive things come from this like people's birthdays you know people i didn't really think about it till my birthday came along but yeah you're talking about people who may have made plans for their birthdays they got crushed and mm-hmm. they can't do anything so i've been loving the pictures is a picture of a dad who one of the children had a birthday party and he uh had on a, a paper hat doing a hibachi grill for the kids and it was hilarious but it was one of the things where you know we still have we've got to make the best out of what we have yeah i think uh nick jew is gonna sing some madonna on her instagram today last saturday uh t with queen of j did like a live netflix watch party um same thing with um the uh um media popcorn did something similar with the movies like people are finding innovative ways to kind of use this quarantine you know obviously the djs and the musicians and all this stuff that's why i I really thought the hating on the magic thing was kind of weird because it was like everyone's kind of doing their version of that right it didn't make sense yeah it's like you're just not a rich celebrity but you did the same fucking thing so i guess if you were rich i should be annoyed that you did that like nah everyone's trying to connect in their own way 
anyway amon says i actually watch people's lives now never really cared before my sister is living her best quarantine life digital concerts the ymca <laughs> has a bunch of classes and broadway plays are streaming yep yeah broadway plays are streaming a lot of people reading rainbow uh Lavar burton is reading like books and i think even uh dolly parton is reading books and people are like performing live and so it's a lot of live stuff it's a lot of content that people didn't even think about oh and not to get off topic but they've even said that for a lot of the um social media services they was like uh it's almost in reverse you know before everybody's apps would, would be blowing up they said now it's reverse because they was like people was like only reason why people watch them tiny ass screens because it was almost like a like something portable but now people at home to actually go to your goddamn websites who are you talking about what apps people like like facebook and twitter they were they were saying like they had a spike in people actually using the websites oh, versus using okay. the apps they okay. was like before everybody was streaming through their yeah, apps i get it now but yeah. they were saying there's been a shift now because people are at home with their, their tv so people are actually going to the websites now yeah i get it yeah that makes a lot of sense uh episode 2079 this is how jl wins we got jl coven on talking about a bunch of stuff man you know we always love kicking it with jl we do. he's a good guy good have have good fun he's conversations fun. um and i think like i said his appearance is now even better because he actually listens to the show more and so you it to me i guess they're listening to the show team seem that do better in my opinion on the show you mm-hmm. know um and we got one comment brooklyn shoe says i'm so happy for jl blowing up the blackout tills bump is real in general i like when jl's on the show you have such great conversations i re-listen to you guys alien covenant review it's really great to see some good come out of the covid19 situation yeah um i've done a lot of jl like movie he's been a guest on a lot of movie reviews for Mm -hmm. movies that karen wouldn't see with me um and i you know i would be like um i was before i started doing solo reviews i'd reach Mm -hmm. out to jl be like hey can you do this review he's always been extremely gracious about that um and you know it's just like him uh chris lambert to like we get into a discussion that becomes not really about that movie and more about just everything and right so i think those those episodes for a lot of people are you know real fun mm-hmm. um but yeah so and uh you know and like i said I, obviously you, we can't take all the credit or anything like that because uh <laughs> these the people we bring on like they're typically very talented hard-working people so it's like a matter of time until some shit gonna pop off for them we're just happy to be at least a little part of that story or whatever yes but um with jl it's really been fun because of mm-hmm. how jl has like kind of been uh sidelined and um you know and his brand of kind of being like uh the realest comic in the room that can't get on kind of thing and um and then you know and i like i wasn't joking when i said it i was like but i think jl is extremely talented i don't right you know like no bullshit and he's a funny person yeah i I was just like uh i uh he's one of those people that can make me laugh when i don't agree with him which i think correct a super hard skill um uh yeah yeah it is in comedy you know most people don't don't get to that level you don't have that um Mm -hmm. And then the other thing was, um, you know, I always thought that he was talented, but maybe because of his quote unquote truth telling about the industry, like, it was like, well, maybe it's just not going to happen because you talk so real about your 
in a weird way your co-workers and yeah. even though comedy is this branded of like truth to power nothing's that everything's bullshit everything's bullshit you know kaepernick's not in the nfl because he suddenly can't play no because everything's bullshit it's not a meritocracy it's just something that presents itself as such and it's not you know and and a bunch of shit is like that you know acting comedy uh whatever you pick the industry and so him being a guy that kind of talks shit about the industry and some of his in a weird way co-workers and with all the nepotism and comedy and with people kind of getting ahead and then being doorkeepers gatekeepers after that i was like well shit i guess it's just you know that's it for and uh to see him kind of get on at least uh in the last couple of weeks you know hopefully it keeps up but you never know um to see him kind of get this moment after 20 years um and uh at and being in a way where he could kind of go around Mm-hmm. the gatekeepers via right. the internet so so like in a way no matter what happens you could pat yourself on the back because it's like yo this was pure my talent like this wasn't just like this wasn't uh my talent but i was on the today show you know and or my talent but i know a guy and then that guy like did, did something my talent but then i paid twitter a certain amount to promote my shit it's pure just you know you can't deny when people saw they and i don't know why this one keeping in mind i think he's had years of worth of material that mm-hmm. could have been the one like someone like i don't know why like you know I, all the shit's been real funny to me but i just don't know why like the tyler perry uh adam sandler video doesn't get as much like oh my god who's this guy we gotta get him in the snl right now like i don't know why you know um and i don't feel that it's just a well everyone's talented thing i i think he's a exceptional talent um especially with the impressions and shit right. um that you know i wouldn't just put him in the category of like there's so many people out there and just he's just one person like nah there's probably people being on you google him or something you look him up or you bring his name up in a meeting they're probably like man fuck that dude <laughs> that's Ooh. probably the end of it so this is the one way you can get around that is having an you can't deny the millions of views you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like and the way it's so funny the industry kind of became this backwards thing with comedy where um they have to recognize and somewhat chase the people doing it outside the industry now Mm -hmm. which you know used to be you could be um either like a boutique act or you could be like a niche act and you can sustain yourself i think what we do here in podcasting is that mm-hmm. what what we do with the blackout tips is very outside of the mainstream podcast thing we're not it is. you know uh we're not corporate sponsored we're not we don't, we don't fit those stereotypes the structured once a week or 30 minutes to 45 minutes like very structured we don't fit it that well i yeah well i'm not even just talking about that i mean like just as a what we built we're not uh celebrities who decide to do a podcast we're not taking our audience from say we we're big on youtube and then we're bringing it to podcast. we're not doing that right we're not comedians who do stand up and then decide to do podcasts yeah a lot of people have an audience on another platform and they bring them over someone else didn't come up with this idea and then say oh we should get these people to host it right someone didn't uh you know spotify didn't reach out to us stitcher didn't reach out to us um um uh, iheart radio didn't reach out to us like this is just all us it's our ideas sink or swim 
um we're audience supported by mostly black people Mm -hmm. so there's nothing people can take from us that you know because they didn't give us shit the only people they can take from us is our audience is if our audience collectively said fuck y'all then we'd be on the street tomorrow but you know i just this the most hopeful optimistic and faithful i am is i have faith that our audience wouldn't do us like that if they could help it you know right um not saying that oh like this isn't that uh like like church where they're like if you can't eat give your money to tv gwd like that's not what i'm saying but just in general people give a fuck so they support us and that's that's how we've made it so far um and so to a certain extent the things we get now that our quote unquote industry gets right like us being on vice us being written about in the paper us being put in magazines us going to conferences these are all things we kind of circumnavigated the traditional system Mm -hmm. we didn't have to get a cosign because we were our own cosign our audience was the cosign the fact that we exist and make a living is the cosign Mm -hmm. so we don't have to come to anyone and be like well so-and-so said we're dope like no it's us we dope if you don't fuck with us that's fine we still feel dope um and that and that was the kind of thing that i I, long long circle to go around but that's kind of what that's kind of thing with this jl shit like okay eight million views later it's kind of hard to then turn and be like "Eh, that guy's whack he's he's a hack uh nobody gives a fuck like no now the industry chases that the industry used to be like who's killing it in stand-up and it's uh, it changed a long time ago from that to like who got the best agent who got the most buzz who's doing better on social media and now it's like in a weird way it kind of came back around on jl and i hope you can capitalize off of it yes that and uh because now the other avenues are closed because nobody's performing live so yeah part, yeah technically right now not, right not turn funny so where are you going to get the talent other but than before online? that but you know what's funny before that it wasn't really that wasn't necessarily the thing right for getting on it was like, a it, it's changed term, it's been yeah. changing for a while like you mm-hmm. see some of these people like instagram people starting to get movies and shit now mm-hmm. you know people i forget what movie somebody's like yeah i saw jess hilarious in a movie the other day i'm like yeah that's the new shit like so I'm not saying the stage is dead or anything Mm-mm. but it's just not the only avenue anymore and right. in many cases not an avenue um anyway uh that was a long tangent uh the poll was have you ever met someone who was a guest on the blackout tips um because i know that some people will go out to concerts sometimes people randomly run into people mm-hmm. uh things like that and so you know if you've gone to negro con then you met some you know all those people were guests anyway um 17 percent of the audience has met someone who was a guest on the show 83 percent have not so a lot of y'all you know small world it can happen once the world opens back up some of these people are gonna be at a comedy show near you mm-hmm. uh zeke says the first and only person i met was jl eve says yes but only because i went to negro con does that count it absolutely does mm-hmm. it counts dostack says yep i met jl Covan when he came to do a show in chicago a few years ago he killed and i told him after the show that y'all put me on to him also i did not realize that nigga is nine feet tall good goddamn he and is if, tall baby and if negro con and the live show count then i met several guests y'all had yep all of it counts i mean i feel like if you came to the live show and met justin that counts mm-hmm. yeah they're like two feet taller than me mm-hmm uh the poll is um blow the coronavirus away i mean not poll the next episode blow the coronavirus away episode 2080 
because uh, that one preacher was talking about he could blow the coronavirus away mm-hmm. this motherfucker everybody dying in that uh congregation everybody. it was all at that cowboys party uh we got one comment in it's from eve who says i don't have a mask but i've been wearing a bandana around my face and when i go to the grocery store uh go on my grocery store runs and i do get nervous especially since they have police in the stores now to prevent fights so far i haven't had problems but it's always in the back of my mind because i'm a relatively i'm in a really white area i don't know if it's uh because i'm a woman or because 75 percent of people i see in the store are wearing some form of a face covering but i can't help but think about black men especially in red states or deep red pockets of this country yeah I, i've when i've gone out i've worn mine and uh the first day i wore like a bandana that of karen's that was like a marvel or, or dc type thing mm-hmm. and i was like oh, i should be fine in this because you know people won't see it as like a threatening thing but a lot of people don't have that shit sitting around their house especially if you're a black man so you know and then the next thing i got was because i'm supposed to get some cloth mask and they still haven't gotten here mm-hmm. but my brother had got some n95 mask and he uh left me uh, like one for me and one for karen in the mailbox and so i just wore those wore that out instead um since you know we already had it and uh until we get the cloth the ones that i ordered off of etsy um i deal with that i also got some other ones from canada that are like i don't know like serious con- con- industrial joints but i don't know when they get in here no problem and it's also making me think i've seen something online and i would have got they have uh ones for people that are hearing impaired that actually where your mouth is is like clear where you can actually see the lips move mm-hmm. and i was like that's interesting i said hey so people can see your lips and so yeah you're still covered but they can at least see your face but even still people are crazy yeah. racism no can't about that uh the poll was have you uh would you trade paying rent if everyone lived in government housing yes or no um 29 percent of our audience said yeah i would trade paying rent and everyone just kind of lives in the same like kind of government housing you know or the projects as if, as we know them affectionately mm-hmm. and 71 percent said no uh rebecca says the government cheese any indication as to what government housing is like that's a hard pass for me think of government anything and apply that to your house pretty bleak picture that yeah people don't like talking about that shit but um you know it will it will have to it i think the quality will have to come up for most people in america to feel that way correct and you know it's like a chicken or egg argument because i think the uh, government that we have many times the fight is how do we do the least for people who need the most Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i wonder if that if that american ethic would still exist in a quote-unquote socialist america because i think in the minds of people who you know lean towards socialism and especially the democratic socialists that you know you see online i don't think they're thinking we're all going to live in the projects they're thinking i'm gonna keep my standard of living or improve it and and that and i and i'm not saying that that's impossible but i'm just saying that seems to be the the dream and the goal that they're promoting and i don't know if that's realistic and then like i said i don't necessarily trust democratic socialism any more than i trust just regular democrats period like i don't like the 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 trust and love and affection is just never gonna be there for me uh with any of them because 
at the heart of it i don't trust the angry white socialist that is the face of these movements and i'm not just talking bernie sanders I'm just in general and there's black people who are always like well what about us and it's like one there's not that many of you but two i like <laughs> that's like me saying what about the black people in the tea party i don't care you know what i mean like okay so yes there are also black people that believe that have bought into this as well no i still don't trust it It, like it's not enough for me uh charles says if if it was like these social housing developments in europe then yes and uh he put a link in the chat i'll try to uh not uh comments i'll try to bring it up but you guys know my computer but um yeah i mean look man like i said it would have to be something that made people feel like giving up my house that i paid for that i feel like i own giving up the fact giving up ownership as a as a um concept when it comes to my property yes that's um, hard for people yeah and i think what's crazy um and they skit on um uh astronomy club about this the robin hood skit this thing of fuck the rich fuck people doing better than me it's about class not race right as black people start to cross into some of the benefits quote unquote of of uh the way society is rigged against us when we finally start making some improvements that's when people go and now burn it all down like there are gonna be people like wait a minute so y'all didn't want to burn this shit down with slaves y'all didn't want to burn this shit down during jim crow y'all didn't want to burn this shit down uh during uh you know um civil rights movement y'all didn't want to join us in burning nothing down y'all set up there and let dogs eat us and shit and people throw rocks at us i so now you think i'm supposed to trust that this anger is righteous that is is truly intersectional that is truly about me that that you're gonna put us at the front of it you're gonna put black women at the front of it i don't trust it it seemed it just seemed like more the same shit so you know uh i think that's why you have people feeling a bit more skeptical about some of this stuff but you know we'll see i think it's all kind of not gonna happen anyway agreed but i'd love to see what people come up with after if and when this coronavirus thing passes because this is proven a lot of the stuff people say is bullshit it can happen all this stuff can be done in a moment of desperation Mm -hmm. you you know what was you know what's happening new york is getting like six i think six thousand uh people homeless people in hotel rooms to stop the spread of the coronavirus so that means to tell me that if people really want to they could actually get homeless people in shelters like if they Mm -hmm. really wanted to you know you like like all of a sudden jobs you can't work from home finding ways for people to work at home so all this shit that people told you was impossible all of a sudden became possible yeah and hybrid answers and solutions by the way i mean because like and also i think people don't aren't honest about their own biases because i thought about that whole homeless people in hotel rooms thing which you know is like yeah why can't we just put homeless people in hotels instead of letting them live on the street and i'm like cool absolutely fine let's say you had the room next door be honest are you cool with that like you in the hotel and you have to be next to a person that is homeless or who knows what kind of situation the issues that help you know that aided in them being homeless 
who knows if this hotel or place is a place where they can like adequately treat somebody right. who knows if this is a place for folks that are dealing with mental illness you know all that type of stuff are you cool with that on the on the real like it's cool like people are cool with a lot of stuff in concepts this, right. this is one of the things about you know for me it's twitter but i guess facebook and all the social medias like i said it's a lot like that high school that uh college dorm room lobby where things are theoretical and so when they're in theory we all know the right answer in theory like i'm no i'm not an asshole no one's an asshole like in theory we all can say the right thing it's in practice that people are not so fucking righteous like shit wouldn't be like it is if everyone was their best selves all the time um you know the idea that we don't need prisons okay cool um so what are we gonna do when people are out here being like i'm gonna do anti-social behavior that harms other people and i don't give a fuck yeah and i don't care what we're gonna do restorative justice what if they don't want to opt into your restorative justice what if they don't give a fuck well we'll have to talk and they'll be and they'll have to be like i you know i understand i was wrong and i'm gonna do better there's a lot of people that go i do anything wrong i don't even admit i did it right fuck you and i'm gonna keep doing whatever the fuck it is and you can't stop me like what are we gonna do then there's so there's practice you know in real life and then there's just theory you know and i think in theory it's all neat you know all right let's give a homeless hotel we'll have that and people take care of it and da 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 and the second some shit goes wrong we're the first people to be like nah well, hold up now fuck that this whole idea is terrible this is trash you know so i don't know if people aren't really black and white people aren't really uh um people aren't what do you call them um why am i drawing a blank on this they are geometry is what i'm saying geometry has state straight lines you know this is this is a uh, this is this type of triangle this is this this is an acute angle this is that everything is so like perfectly definable and people are just a lot more murky and messy people are like when you throw something in a glass of water and it kind of like a couple drops of ink in a glass of water and you watch it spread out that's people you know so yeah I, like i said and this is not to knock those ideas i think that we've seen some great ideas come out of this and i wonder if people will have the fortitude to stick it out not to say this is a great idea wait the economy's back open yeah fuck them homeless people get back on the street because i think nice. a lot of people that are patting themselves on the back like we can do this also don't want to they don't actually want to deal with this shit Mm-mm. um anyway uh da 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 oh okay so i read the comment and then uh we did the poll right yeah yeah we did the poll all right cool um but uh it would be interesting to see some of this stuff ex uh executed though you know if if we can keep it up because i think you know a lot of these changes are for the better you know but we're also all inside right now so what the fuck do we know right yeah it's for the best as if everyone stays inside for the rest of their lives and they ain't gonna do that no uh <laughs> uh running a train on that rona was episode 2081 <laughs> um d ramsey says episode 2081 running a train was epic i missed turn- tuning into a live and uh, an entire live podcast we had so much fun yesterday rod karen and the entire chat room was too funny it was like an instagram live party thanks everyone for a good time during the miss rona world tour thank you thank you glad you enjoyed the chat room man don't Mm -hmm. be a stranger d ramsey Mm -mm. 
uh eve says i absolutely think people should be at the very least fine for saying that they had a virus and then coughing on someone that shit is not funny i was in the grocery store last week and this lady asked me if i could reach something on the top shelf for her so i did when i turned around to hand it to her she coughed on me and didn't cover her fucking mouth it took the ancestors for me not to punch that woman in the damn face she gave me a weak apology and said she couldn't help it but i put that i put that item right back on the shelf and pushed it further back i spent the next few days hoping i wouldn't develop symptoms so far i haven't coughing on someone was gross before this pandemic but now i could have i could it could mean a death sentence it really could though. correct it really could like i'm like He's like you couldn't turn away you suck coughing your sleeve nothing ma'am it's not a game right now for folks as for the guest of race about the guy being asian with a hispanic last name that's pretty common in the philippines because they were once colonized by spanish by spain didn't know that didn't know that either baby thank you didn't know that um and as far as um the coffin thing it is interesting right because and this like like i said this is why i'd be glad to have this space so i can be like man i don't have to worry about my mentions blowing up or being harassed or some motherfucker taking me out of context but this is why i was so glad when we talked about that bluebell liquor kid to have this fucking place and be like these motherfuckers are full of shit that are like nothing should happen to her it's no big deal like you're fucking crazy you know and when anyone brought up the hey well someone with an immunocompromised situation get gets a hold of that ice cream they could fucking literally die from that man fuck you man that has, y'all just like seeing people locked up y'all think y'all kamala harris and all this crazy shit that they say online and you're just like dude there has to be some fucking rules yes like i don't know you can't just stick your dick in the ice cream and just keep it moving like what a you know there's no big deal the store should just write it off everyone should say hey don't do that and then you just go okay my bad and that'll stop it like nah this is some of this shit is not okay and you know like i said this isn't saying kill the person like something should happen fine, to deter that there, sh- there should be a consequence to doing that that's all i'm asking a consequence and, and they went immediately to you want the death penalty for this little girl and shit um and now you see how serious it is because motherfuckers are like not if you cough in public they're ready to kill you right now you know you get something stuck in your throat nigga you are a dead person they are gonna lynch you that day so yeah man you can't um you can't play with this shit and so it's been interesting to watch people come all the way the other way and then the other thing i brought up during that time and i stick to this and the shit is 100 percent true it's this it's this team's bullshit people don't have moral codes Mm-mm. they have this protectionism of the side that they're on and they justify it by being like well society is fucked up towards my people one everyone feels that way even people that don't have any justification to feel that way right even fucking white privileged people feel well this is only happening because he's white and we shouldn't happen like even those people feel this way so one you should question that impulse in yourself to go i'm okay with someone doing the absolute wrong detestable thing that i don't fuck with on any level if they happen to be in my specific group that i'm looking out for bullshit that's not actually equality that's not fairness and that's not integrity man people have no fucking integrity don't matter if you if uh i like imagine if that's how i did the podcast well black man did that shit so i mean i'm sorry ladies i'm not gonna come out against my black men and many fucking people do i listen to different podcasts many black male podcasts are team black man over everything black women podcast team black woman over everything um you know white people podcast team white person over everything gay people team gay person over like if that's fine if that's how you want to navigate the shit but understand that how you're doing it so you don't get to be in charge of the rules 
oh no 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 because no, you because you your whole thing is i just want my team to get away with the same shit privileged people get away with that's not fairness privileged people haven't been fair to anyone and that's the problem so yeah it, so all that shit was funny to me to see people be like in the case of this black girl we need to let it go don't worry about it and dozens of people do the shit later and motherfucking now i can't open a jar to linty because the motherfucking the, the the lid is on tighter than fort now that shit is super tight i got um uh a hand helper thing and i had to turn that thing like shit to open up that to i was like god damn what they do super glue this bitch right i thought it was just me but i, I said <laughs> something i realized the other day i was like this is like the fifth talenti i've had this year and they all been hard to open and i was like oh the fucking ice cream liquor girl and y'all dumbasses acting like it was okay god damn it now Talenti gotta be extra hard bluebell gotta have a sticker on it because they was remember they blamed everything that girl it was why 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 how come you can just open something in the store are you crazy you shouldn't do that apples are also on display you shouldn't be able to rub ass and put it back right like, like are we a, what are we trying to do here what is the point anyway um but yeah so the poll was should people that use the coronavirus as a hoax or a threat be arrested 86 percent of people said yes 14 percent said no and kamala harris had to drop out of the race first which makes no sense i don't understand no no we all, we all believe in it uh hannah says just give them a fine jails and prison are in the pandemic a death sentence for many the virus can spread very effectively there they are being very heartless to use the rona for a hoax but i still don't want them to die from the rona hannah i so i thought about what you said um not because i just read it like i thought about it myself because i was like what do we do with these people but my thing is this if you're doing that in public to say i'm going to give people coronavirus and we go hundred dollar fine and you go out and say you do it again hundred dollar fine again infinity fine we have no courts right now really like what like what do we do with people that really just don't give a fuck because i feel like you're playing with jail shit being like but i i want y'all to be too good to throw me in jail where i may actually get this shit i just want to be able to threaten everybody with it because it's funny to me or i don't like people i mean they have white supremacists i this is the same week that i read this article white i think i read it on the show but white supremacists are being instructed to go cough on black people and jewish people and police officers and it's like they should go to jail for that i don't have time to fuck around and be like well i hope they didn't give it to me we you know evie said she just spent you know you spent a week or so worrying you're just a person that accidentally coughed on me did i get it um now the the to the fullest extent of this let's bring the logic to the fullest extent though because i'm with you on this i do think the idea of criminalizing the spread of coronavirus is a slippery slope and i would be worried that someone coughing in public for just like because they they just coughed they they couldn't help themselves they weren't trying to spread it to anyone they weren't threatening anyone i think that's like i think that i would be like that is definitely a different circumstance and you know obviously how do you legislate that and but, stuff but so. somebody was like i'm gonna kill you <coughs> go to jail bitch yeah i mean we had too many stories this week and maybe it's because of what we do for a living and i'm biased but too many of these stories are like you know 
a woman says hey uh you're you're too you're violating social distancing in the in the line for the public's chicken and a guy goes i'm a cough on you bitch i cough on the cold on the workers up in here i don't give a fuck call the police like okay then go to jail and i'm i can't feel sorry for you i'm sorry because at some point because once you get to the point where you maliciously do it yes there has in my my mind there has to be some form of a consequence because you're going fuck public safety because at some period of time it's fuck public safety if you're if you are like i i don't give a fuck right so anyway uh uh miss barnes says this is a biological terrorist threat as far as i'm concerned the lady that made a grocery store throw out thirty six thousand worth of produce by coughing on it should have been arrested fine and the grocery store sued her stupid ass right because now we got the product out like you know in a time where people are literally like needing the food right you know like somebody's wick food is on in the trash because this woman thought it was funny uh iman says i think they should have be fined heavily arresting them just increase the possible exposure to the first responders i suppose it depends on how they're making the threat but the heavy fine over arresting if possible yeah if possible like i said man i don't have to write the specific it's definitely case by case yeah. i know the shit i've been reading has mostly been like that nigga should not be on these streets though shady dan says you guys really touched on something that i noticed a while ago when you were saying that a lot of people with essential jobs are black and that's leading it to it spreading in our communities yeah that's a like not trying to make an race thing mm-hmm. but that's another that reason is. i feel a lot less sympathetic to these motherfuckers that think it's a joke is because a lot of the people that are doing the work right now on the front lines are black and i don't know if y'all seen these stats we catching hell out here we died at a, like alarming rates many and- of us do not have jobs you can just either do from home Mm-mm. or afford to take weeks off from nope many of us are situation where it's like you need to be bagging the groceries you need to be the cashier you need to deliver the mail you need to do all this shit and the delivery driver yeah you you the cook and and someone thinking it's funny to cough on that person or in that vicinity even it's not okay with me right as a joke you know you know and, 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 and and my thing if it's a joke or you maliciously do it there has to be some consequences because you have to set an example. Um, and I do understand what you're saying. I, I'm not disagreeing with, with what you're saying. All I'm saying is if it's by accident, I can be understanding to that. But, you know, you can do a terroristic threat because it's not like you can be, I'm okay. You start a panic, and that's the problem. If it, if you didn't cause a panic, my, my, feeling, my views would be very differently. But you cause a panic and you're killing a lot of people, which you're saying a fucking joke because most people don't even know if they have the shit or not. Right. Um, I have autoimmune issues that would mean the end of me if anyone dragged La La Rona, uh, pat home and pass it to me. So our entire family has been self-isolated since 311. I noticed a couple of weeks ago that most of our delivery drivers have been black. That hurts my heart. Cause I know that these are people that have been laid off or furloughed from work. So the gig economy is a great way to keep bringing in money. Mm-hmm. So our family is privileged because my husband is able to work from home and hasn't been laid off yet. We also have money and savings that allows us not to need to go out uh, ourselves or send our college age kids out out to look for work what i've been trying what i've been doing is trying to share the wealth with healthier tips in hopes that the drivers can ease up a bit on the exposure yeah i definitely over i mean i already over tip yep, but right. i've been over over tipping if that's the thing like mm-hmm. 
because yeah like you know we don't order out that much but when they do i'm like hey you're risking coming out here and and picking up the groceries or whatever else we have shipped to the house well the other thing i was gonna say is um that i the thing i've been noticing or heard about i read about some of the drivers have been reporting that people are promising big tips and then changing the orders at the delivery for groceries oh yes right so like they're like oh yeah twenty dollar tip and then that makes you go well you have to you know if you're in instacart or whatever you're like oh yeah yeah let me get on this delivery for this person and then you show up and the person takes the deliver takes the tip back right shady man people fucked up man and, this and this is another example of and i know people will try to make the bigger point but i i understand the bigger point but i'm talking about on a micro level this is one of the reasons i'm like it's not just capitalism that's an individual decision you made to be a dick right like like some like it ain't just the one percent that's fucked up it's people out here doing a couple dollars better than somebody and really will do some bullshit like that you know what i mean the same people that make you know fifteen dollars an hour but hate would hate the idea of someone at mcdonald's making fifteen dollars an hour because they've totally bought into the bullshit of capitalism on a personal level and that that is now part of them that's not separate from if we just changed it to socialism they wouldn't feel that way no they'd still be dicks like i don't know some some is fucked up in people man yeah and also uh the sites somebody bought up in the chat room and, and the same thing i say the sites should ban you if yeah. you do this you no longer use this you can know we will defunct your account you can no longer use this service if it's reported and we find do an investigation and find out it's true we're banning your ass don't do that bullshit right but what 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 investigation or what are they gonna call instacart csi like it this is like this not it's not even that serious because the company makes their money off the fee the driver's the one makes the money off the tip so the company gonna be like all right well i guess the driver got fucked like it's not instacart we protect our 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 thing is to protect the drivers no it's our thing is to get you to order and then pay that fee it's fucked up man people are just fucked up like on a on an individual level whether it's the amount not social distancing whether it's um you know the shit with the tips like people are just fucked up sometimes man uh but yeah i also but yeah we want to blame the wealthy and the the wealthy and the rich for just being the cricket 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 among yeah. cricket nah the average person the truth be told it's is gal gadot it's gal gadot's fault you know right we justify anything you Correct. know people still they they got a reason that it's okay to steal you know i think about that a lot man like how much people steal art mm-hmm. you know whether you download movies stream it through your thing whatever many of the people that do this are artists you know i listen to podcasts where people talk about how they stole something to get it and I, like i said this is not a judgment of those people i'm not uh, you know i've stolen all kinds of shit you know we steal our porn like people steal shit sometimes you know you don't think of it that way but no, hey you if don't. you go on Pornhub and they got a bang bro scene that is not you know from bangbros.com like yeah you you stole that shit essentially you watched it for free and they you know put it on a website behind a paywall you know um so so i think we have a way of justifying our moments like this with with these with these big ass words and now everyone knows the words so we get to be like no i'm not stealing disney plus this is about the fact that i'm against capitalism and blah blah well you still want the work that those people did and you want their work for free 
right you know you but run, what you do you don't want to do your shit for free you, yeah you would have a fucking fit if you walked in and your boss be like you know what thank you for your services you do just a great job today i'm not going to pay you a motherfucking dime you'd be like bitch please yeah it's, and this is the complexity of living within this system and trying to navigate it it's we want to be paid we want to be comfortable we want to be uh compensated and all this shit but at the same time we're not necessarily doing that for everybody else mm-hmm. you know people want amazon to treat shit better but at the same time they don't want to wait five to seven days to get that shit from amazon correct they don't want you know they don't want to pay the delivery fee that it will actually cost to get the shit from amazon they want they want the same things they just don't want it to be more and maybe that's possible you know i mean these people some of these people that run this shit are are super rich but then then we're asking them to be like well why don't you take your money down to so that you know it'll be better for everyone else and i'm like that's what we need politicians the government and the laws to to navigate that you know that's what they're there for like we're not gonna get that by being mad at bill gates you're gonna have Mm -hmm. to make our society that type of society and where's the wherewithal for that because what i've seen for the most part has been a lot of i want it to be this way oh it's not uh my favorite white man's not gonna be the one to do it well then fuck everything i don't feel like it uh anyway that's a long tangent um so uh i will i'll say all of that to say this is a disease that's going to impact our less fortunate people i.e people of color the hardest because of capitalism more people are going to die than necessary the system only gives access to people who can afford it not necessarily people who need it i'm hoping that our country comes out of this on the other end with our eyes more open to options to options that will protect our citizens a lot better than we have i would like to see that too i don't think we're going to i'm saying no this is funny because one thing people keep comparing this thing to is the pandemic uh flu of uh 1918 and you keep seeing that like 1918 you had this flu it was terrible it killed all these people and that's what the coronavirus is and at the same time like i hope when we come out of this we'll learn sobering lessons and shit i was like nigga 1918 they didn't even you know what else is happening in 1918 hanging niggas like they, they don't care they don't care and the technology has advanced so bitch we learned what did we do with the information hop right off of 1918 was like back to your town before sundown or it's gonna be a goddamn hanging up in here like did not give a fuck yeah, nothing's gonna change we didn't know nothing about the spread of diseases and all that shit back then oh if we was it was in his infancy infancy yeah but I, well yeah my point is just that people are like this will change society forever people will understand that this is all bullshit and i'm like we've had a lot of times to see that society was fucked up and this is all bullshit people like going back to their racism and bigotry and all this Come on, shit control out delete and start over again uh lakita says i say that i say throw the book at their asses as an example to the other idiots who think the shit is funny stick them in the storage container for a day and throw all the fines at them because it's not computing for people just how serious it is i'm mad as fuck that we have to share the earth with these motherfuckers i live in one of the five states that have yet to issue some kind of stay at home order nebraska red state and rob was right about the relaxed attitude of our leaders trickling down to the goddamn idiots mm-hmm. i was at walmart last weekend getting supplies for the CPOC and walked past the woman and her husband the woman had one hand on the shelf and the other hand in her mouth biting her nails and she decided on the right candle meanwhile her husband stood behind her hacking up a storm and not even covering his mouth and yes they were 
i made a u-turn so goddamn fast told my husband and told him i hate it here and i want to go home now we're both uh immunocompromised basically trump don't care so i don't care so the people don't care and think everything is fine and overblown i'm thinking my thankful my job had the good sense to send people home and my kids are out of school until at least august this is not a drill niggas and you don't need to clo- a close friend or relative to die to understand the seriousness right right but dude, that's hard for people to comprehend and people are self-centered and and they don't care and some of the states like where you were people are people are close but you have more they're more spread out versus places that are more concentrated but don't think just because you, the numbers are low in your state they're going to always be low they're not they're not as long as they don't have these orders they're going to go up in a lot of these states as they go down in other states yep um but yeah i i, I hate to say it but uh this is one of the reasons i've always said donald trump is the president of the united states and i don't shy away from that i know people you know have their snarky i don't even recognize that man all that type of shit that people do but the reason i never ran from it is because of moments like this it's the only thing that makes fucking sense like this is why it matters that he's the president and we can't be snarky we can't snark our way out of it you want to change who's president vote encourage other people to vote get the get back up and fight don't just be like i said a snarky tweet i i think i'm navigating the sea apocalypse pretty well you know like that's not that doesn't help at all denying the reality of this shit doesn't help at all because that man sets the tone for this country that was the entire point of electing him was to set the tone for this country and you cannot look around at what is happening now and not see that this tone that he has set is detrimental to everyone you know this this coronavirus don't care about your race it doesn't even care about your class really it's killing anyone that's what's so crazy is while they're doing this like well i mean black people are dying at a higher rate you're dying too and all you got to do is come in contact with one of us you know the people who bag your groceries the people who deliver your food the people who clean your fucking houses or businesses and shit those people the people who drive the fucking um you know the, the the subway cars and the fucking buses and yeah and and, and their rate is actually higher people just doing public transit yeah is yeah than the these are black people. jobs black jobs black people dying because with black jobs but black jobs that are in service to who right we, you say that these jobs are essential essential to who though because that's the thing that's missing from the equation you know when you can make it a black problem which is now that it's considered more of a black problem you're starting to see you know more leaning towards maybe we should open the country up from all these white fox news type people and the thing is bruh these are essential job workers dying essential to who these hospital workers go into a hospital now it might not be a lot of doctors that are black in the hospital system but look at all the people that are the nurses the the aides the receptionists the cleaning staff black people you know who do you think gonna save your life when they dying or they asymptomatic and they're spreading it to your ass when you coming in there like this shit is like this is something in a moment where a true leader would say hey 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 guys fuck the partisan bullshit shut shut every state down we have to beat this because it's really an enemy against everyone this dude is gonna wait till you know everyone at the wall street firm is dying but to be like oh i guess it can just the disease don't care about nobody's race you know it's crazy to me 
um uh but yeah yeah i i don't think it should take a close friend dying to, to see how serious this is uh monique says uh I got kim, kim doc says if they're trying to lock black people up for not having masks on a bus lock these bioterrorists up immediately i saw that too agreed now agreed. see this is this is what's crazy to me right someone is coughing on people on purpose you know that's a terroristic threat i get it like that's someone where you mandate everyone in the in the in the city needs to have a mask in a time where you told nobody you told us not to get masks so everybody doesn't it didn't have matter one. then you say okay now everyone needs a mask you see a black man on a fucking train 12 police officers yank him out of the train i saw this video 12 they yank him out of the train and I, and they all have on masks for the most part and the, and one of them even there was even one video where a guy had no mask on yelling at people to put on masks right and the thing i kept thinking was imagine a world where police officers were watching that train that was their job to make sure everyone was safe and what they were doing instead was giving out masks right Cause imagine that protect and serve right imagine a world where policing wasn't let's how do we beat this black person into submission but it was like well you know what else would help is and we wouldn't even need 27 officers for this um just put an officer or two on each stop and um we'll have them with with extra mask and they can hand mask to people who don't have them right and then that way we'll be able to uh you know distribute protect the public from itself and now this person has a mask we clearly have enough for us but guess what else when you're tackling this man if he has y'all y'all got it if y'all got it you gave it to him like it's like crazy but that's the one situation where there is no debate why white supremacists out here talking about coughing on people on purpose and that's where we're like well should we throw them in jail we don't want them to get it lock them the fuck up anyway uh they are men's society in these times you can't even trust your groceries because people are touching everything on purpose or opening up drinks and taking a switch for the timeline for the ground go directly to jail yep yep uh all right that's it for that one let's go to the next one i think the next one is yep it's our walking dead uh recap uh episode 2082 the princess lied um and we did get a couple of comments on it um let me scroll down till we can get these comments uh all right miss barnes writes in i love this episode however i need that finale i wish these nuts keep their ass in the house in the meantime i have noticed a few things one who is doing kelly's hair in alexandra she's faded up sharp and her curls look a thousand times better than mine and i am loving ain't they, ain't they popping ain't they and i and her makeup too and i love her positive attitude in this time of crisis we can all learn from kelly yo real talk man it's refreshing to have a character on the show that is like it's gonna be all right uh number two judith is getting the proper training in the z pop she might as well have a doctorate behind her name when dealing with this shit true she got better training than carl mm-hmm. at least she got trained carl had to learn on the job she learned it from the best uh number three i want to sadly thank you for confirming that was a negro that i saw in the whisperer crew i was like are you in the right group wow <laughs> i guess the recruiter was like 
uh come through get to know everyone stay quiet don't shower and there's your training mask uh yeah i guess you know hey affirmative action in the leader in the uh whisperer group apparently so he moved up the ranks got some diversity hires okay uh shaky ass leader shaking at shaky ass leadership that that little bit of scene made me shake my head so much i need a neck brace now number four princess is a lot however she is badly needed but can you imagine rick michonne daryl and carol rolling up on old girl first man they would have killed her they would have killed her as soon as she came out with that gun michonne would have been like who, who the hell are you is this wow you know daryl and rick would have shot her so many times yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't have been there for no games maybe, maybe as the seasons went along but but earlier versions of them no yeah i think after uh after the garbage pail kids i think it's a wrap for that mm-hmm. like as soon as you see the zombie artwork it's like somebody getting shot i don't have time for no fucking zombie uh gladiator fights Mm-mm. um <laughs> there uh but yeah i don't think that she would have made it, especially after that field trip through the landmines Psh, yeah i know they are typing up uh like this uh i know that i'm typing up like this uh, wait i know i'm typing up this like my work email but this episode was so good i need a season finale soon in my life because i need connie to come on back and reunite with daryl i don't want him to learn asl for nothing i agree everybody else learned it too Amon says my husband reminded me the actress that plays connie is going to be in eternals so hopefully if we don't find out what happened to connie in episode 16 they'll leave it open uh until she's finished filming for marvel oh yeah that would be cool and yeah you know what Mm -hmm. i don't think they would kill somebody like that Mm, could they work with michelle yeah yeah well just because they're not stupid like they used to be they're like so you mean if we kill this motherfucker um we lose the potential breakout star of the eternals you know i mean look michonne took her role from um from um black panther and made it iconic you know like you don't kill that person off Mm -mm. um so i think they're just like yeah we're not gonna whatever we do we're not gonna uh we'll work with you yeah we're not gonna miss on that uh the poll was do you want carol to die karen no 78 percent of the audience does not want carol to die which means that 22% does which is interesting because you know I think we had some people right in that was like I want Carol to die and I just don't think that that is um necessarily a common you know common sentiment there uh so yeah we had some comments Kim Doc says I don't want her to die but the apology tour and tear deployment is working for her with minimal effort i feel like the showrunners could have afforded three to four episodes of complete shunning for those who love connie or even nabila uh like she like she really hatched the plan with negan and then still did whatever i'm going to subscribe to the reason that marvel universe needs lauren ridlaw for a block of time for the to film and this was a riveting yet convenient way to do it she can't be done with the show she can't uh uh true but I actually like that they didn't stretch it because before that's what they would have done. This would have been three or four episodes of dragging and dragging and repeating and repeating and having the same conversation 15 times. All jokes aside, kind of like Game of Thrones, speed that shit up. There's some shit that happened off screen that we didn't have to see. You know, I almost agree with Kim Doc, man. She had me on the ropes, but Karen, I'm, you, you brought me back. I'm, I'm on your side on this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why stretch it out? You know, 
we need her to get back to killer carol i don't really give a fuck about this like unless connie's dead then we can always revisit and be like fuck carol but you know assuming connie's alive then yeah get please get back to killing we need we would like to see you kill seven or eight motherfuckers next week or whenever y'all come back because i'm over the woe is me carol yeah and, and i and i do understand because you know there are some things that people feel like they may have went into more detail with the more conversations like i i get it i i get that piece of it but for me i like them not dragging because seasons before that's what we would have gotten it had been slow and drawn and boring and having the same conversation over and over again no we I, I feel like shit happening off screen and people come back oh we talk okay cool let's let everybody on the same page let's get to moving well you know what else i wonder like when's the last time we actually had people that listen to a show truly like uh people that like watch a show truly like accept someone's redemption art like i don't i know people that still don't even fuck with theon's redemption art you know like <laughs> like i don't know man like prince zuko the only one i've really seen that happen for oh his was beautiful you know from uh avatar mm-hmm. but um i haven't really seen it happen for a lot of people i don't know it's possible really like once we kind of out on somebody once you fuck up it's kind of that's it for the character unless we already you know we already want to forgive you and yeah. i think in this environment with our listeners and the people that i know that watch the show team team black girl man ain't nothing that white woman gonna ever be able to do to fix that man right and i and i understand <laughs> the anger and their perspective but like i say i i because this is fictional i li- i view it very differently yeah i can't see it happening man uh anyway um miss barnes says nah carol is all-time mvp of the z pocket unless there's a replacement nah she need she don't uh she need to die um uh, wait she need to die or she don't need to die oh she need not die my bad yeah. my bad my bad i read that totally wrong i was like damn you had me in the beginning not <laughs> but yeah yeah i just i think also i love the character i just can't see too, myself character. like i'm gonna be a little bit hurt when she dies more because of what how dope that character was mm-hmm. you know uh really dark knight says anyone anybody want killer carol to die is a fed fuck the dumb shit <laughs> lakita says carol has been through a lot a lot a lot as a mother i might do what the fuck i gotta do to see this bitch head on the stick that doesn't mean she entitled to forgiveness but i feel empathy for carol i'm sure she'll be forgiven by some and others will be over her for good but she did what she felt needed to be done yeah my favorite part of the exchange low-key that i feel like people slept on was what she said um uh she would do it again like she said that shit to connie's face like she's like you know i feel bad and then she didn't she wasn't like and i would if i had to do it again i she was like i the problem is i know i would do it again because i fucking want to kill this bitch so bad i couldn't like i was out of control right you know that like this is one of the reasons i uh, you know i say it on the show all the time but one of my biggest fears is moving out of anger man oh yeah you you, fuck shit up when you angry boy when you move out of anger you feel like everything you did was justified and you actually run in the room and don't even realize it you look around and it's like i killed everyone in this room i what was i thinking why there had to be other ways to handle this yes sir that's why i stay out of anger yep so that's you know that's why i try to anyway it's impossible 
to never be angry but i try my best not to man yeah I, yeah because upset and anger are two different things like frustrating yeah, yeah but i'm talking about like when you get to the point with that anger anger i have to bring myself down me too eve says um why would anyone root for a character to die on the show especially killer carol whoever is hoping for death you should be ashamed p.s this rant does not apply to henry fuck that kid <laughs> oh eve you'll never learn you'll never never change never change never change you'll never learn um but uh oh also i finally got that page to load of the uh public housing in different places Mm -hmm. hey man even this shit no like it's just nicer projects like not everybody gonna be down there's no no offense projects but it's just it's like projects in a different shape for a lot of people you know like i hope it's nice in there and shit and you know but um and of course a lot of these are in places that it's not socialist it's still it's like it's just a nice version of the projects but you know i i, I feel like there'd be some people that would take you up on this or there'd be a lot of people that'd be like i want my own land i want my own house i want my own i want to pick my apartment i want to be able to move when i feel like fucking moving right you know i don't want any restrictions so it'll it's just interesting man like i said i i haven't totally fleshed those thoughts out so please don't write in with some long diatribe everyone i I, 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 there's something about the core of this socialist shit that's just not quite it's not quite on the up and up but it's like if you approach it motherfuckers act like you think you love capitalism and you think everything is great and it's like i didn't say that but i just know that the shit you present isn't necessarily as clean as you say it is that's all right and the x factor as in everything is motherfucking people because there's a lot of people that are for socialist ideas until you actually implement them which means equality all across the board and people say no no that what what do you mean i have to take a pay cut that's part that's part of it what do you mean i I can't afford to stay? that's part of it too Pe- people say it until they actually truly the rubber meets the road when you got to give something up um let's go to the mailbox 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line hello rod and karen uh this is mariano um oh. calling um because i wanted to discuss a little bit of the election in wisconsin since i live in milwaukee um uh sorry if my my call sounds a little weird i'm calling on a speakerphone because there's something weird with my phone which i'm assuming is 5g related anyway, um, <laughs> you got you it no the wisconsin election was last Tuesday, the 7th of April, and we had a chance, or at least the state governor had a chance to try to get this election delayed because of COVID, and the Supreme Court for the state uh, pretty much stopped, pretty much stopped to that. Uh, we also tried to have, they also tried to have us do an extension on our absentee ballots, but uh, the U.S. Supreme Court put a stop to that, to that, and so we ended up having to turn our absentee ballots on the day of the election, April 7th, by 8 p.m., and not everybody got their ballots through the mail, including myself and uh, my wife, Allegra. In fact, as of Friday afternoon, it's Friday 3 p.m. Central Time, still have not received my absentee ballots. Mm. Um, basically, we, because of that, if you wanted to vote, you have to show up to one of the five locations in Milwaukee, a city of almost 600,000, uh, to vote. So needless to say, I stood for about an hour and 40 minutes to get my vote in. Um, Allegra had to work from home, so she didn't get to go till after five, so she waited for over two hours to get her vote in. Wow. Now, once I was in the building, one of the high schools that was holding the election, um, the volunteers kind of made it easy, and, and they were very efficient in 
you know, clean, you know, setting us up, cleaning up after each voter, and so on and so forth. Um, but the problem with this and with what I saw is that there were many people who were of many ages. You had a lot of young people and some older folks who were, you know, either in wheelchairs and whatnot. And so I'm just feeling. Oh, he got he got cut off, but he left another message. Okay, hold on a second while that's the load in the background. No problem. Yeah, yeah, man, that's the bullshit we was talking about. Five polling places in the city of six thousand. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rodney, Karen, Mariano again. I, I told myself I was going to let that two minutes cut me <laughs> off by having a timer and everything, but I guess it didn't work. Anyway, um, as I was saying, it, it put a lot of undue. Um, but a lot, most of us, all of us who went out to vote put us in undue danger. That was not necessary. We did not have to be out there um, to get our vote in. There were options for us to not do that. And, this, you know, basically the Supreme Court and the state Supreme Court, you know, put a stop to that. Um, I am a respiratory therapist out here in one of the hospitals in uh, about 20-plus uh, miles away from, from Milwaukee. And this whole thing is making me nervous because, I don't know how many countless people are, are exposed themselves who be, can become sick and then can tax uh, the medical, you know, our, our hospitals in the area. Um, and I'm just, anyway, that's kind of where where I'm at with, with that. I, I just, I don't, I don't know how, you know, I don't want to kind of be too scared, but I'm, but I'm definitely very nervous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I appreciate you guys. You guys do great work. I, I feel like you are, you know, uh, one of those necessary workers out there um <laughs> like us here because we need to have the the humor and also the stories that you put out and yeah, everything else and i i can't wait to for this to be lifted and we can actually like you know maybe at some point meet again and you know you know hug each other you know even rod who hugs are not trash anyway thank you um thank love you. you guys uh, take care uh stay out there Love you too, Mariano. You too, sweetie. Yeah, be safe out there, man. Cause, you too. You know, you're working in an industry too where, like, we need you, bro. Right. And also, I, I, I understand that people act like it's unwarranted for people in these fields to be nervous. You call me a hero, but if I say, hey, I'm a hero, quote unquote, but a hero could be nervous too. People act like heroes don't get scared, don't get nervous, like you got these, these nerves to steal, but that's not always true and a lot of times when people say that they don't actually mean it they just saying you're doing some shit that i'm glad i'm not i don't have to do there's a podcast called the daily there's an episode they put out a couple of days ago about new orleans i think it's called something like on the front lines of new orleans uh dealing with COVID 19 and they talked to like a medical person who works in uh, like a hospital about COVID-19 how she's dealing with her patients all this stuff the PPE all that and they go into detail in this interview about it and yeah that's definitely a part of it like it's nervous you're watching more people pass preventable deaths people pass from something they don't quite understand um Mm -hmm. you not sure if you're gonna get it or not you know there's just a lot of stuff that people are going through and that's a great podcast if you guys want to listen to someone talk about it yeah, and also I've been, you know, kind of going on social media and people like uh, nurses and aides and, you know, and doctors, and stuff, you know, been kind of writing stuff online. And one person was like, hey, like, y'all do know that for some of us, we're actually having to be here with these people when they die because their family members can't be yeah. in here. So we are, we, we are basically have to deal with these people dying in front of us without their family or their loved ones because they can't even be in here with them they was like now tell me why your fucking ass can't stay inside 
right and i mean you know this is unprecedented for a lot of people right um but yeah the thing i wanted to bring up though that you eloquently touched on the rules could have been adjusted but your state court wouldn't allow it right and your and then the united states government supreme court would not allow it let's talk about those two entities um one the court in um in in uh wisconsin is actually on the ballot for this right and as republicans will constantly let you know they can only win with low turnout correct they can only win with a suppressed electorate so by putting you in a situation where you literally put your life on the line to go vote and they know many people won't because they don't want to die many older people that work the polls aren't gonna be able to work the polls you're gonna have increased crowding in a few small locations Mm -hmm. um that is something that they purposely did to try to extend that this is the same you know this is the same state that uh scott walker was a former governor and he stripped the incoming governor of all the powers of governor for the most part which is one of the reasons that he wasn't even able to do much other than say i'm saying we need to extend voting and of course the courts are like fuck you no you can't do that you can't tell us what to do um then it goes to the supreme court now this is an actual supreme court that was fair or even democratic they probably would go yeah you have to extend the election extenuating circumstances this is ridiculous can't have people dying but this is a conservative supreme court and it's become conservative under donald trump it wasn't a conservative supreme court um even under obama even under obama you had uh they, when they wouldn't even give him that justice you could say well it's evenly deadlocked you know and he was stripped of of being able to get his supreme court justice in there by mitch mcconnell Mm -hmm. and people still felt like there's no difference in who is in the office of president there's no difference in who runs the government they thought it was no difference and so i look at those lives that were probably you know put it at least placed in jeopardy minimal i look at those lives and i put it lives and i put it on the people who voted republican i put it on the people who voted third party and i put it on the people that say i'm not voting at all because you know this was wrong it killed people just now we watch more people die probably you know like i you know what we might be looking up in a new wave or crop of people dying in milwaukee and all over wisconsin right because you know, of this election because of this and we put them in that position because of our own complacency because we were just like i, I don't care whatever it's never whatever anyway <clears throat> we got one last voicemail oh maybe it's a butt dial okay one last butt dial then okay all right oh word oh well thank you very interesting appreciate the call um all right <laughs> let's go to the emails then we got a couple of like your phones people like your phones yeah a few too many butt dials um let's see um hannah writes in uh wait how much time i have left three minutes oh you know what let's go to the next session all right now let's get to y'all's um y'all's emails like i said we got a couple um thank you very much for those that took to send them in mm-hmm. um 
you can email us the black guy who tips <clears throat> at gmail.com is uh the email address um so we got uh hannah uh who says uh on episode 2081 a comment on episode 2081 running a train on that rona this from the point of view of a small community hospital the cancellation of surgeries like gender reassignment surgery because of rona is not only bigotry minorities are sadly always made to bear the greater burden in things like this but there are also other reasons to postpone treatments the hospital i work in is the only hospital in a hundred mile or small constant mostly rural community we don't do gender reassignment but there is surgery and treatment for cancer kidney stones accidents etc normally going on all the time from the point of view of a hospital one very scary thing about rona is that people without symptoms can still pass on the virus to people around them mm-hmm. we are a small hospital so the same doctor and nurse who takes care of a covid19 patient on friday would normally be operating on your fibroids on monday so right now every doctor in the hospital has to look at every patient contact they have starting with the thought that the doctor might be giving a rona to the patient even if the doctor feels totally healthy right so when they decide to operate on someone that must be with the treatment for cancer or being pushed toward for for three to six weeks if the doctors are sure that type of cancer is relatively slow progressing sure surgery for any reason even if you are completely healthy before the surgery is an assault on your body and it will lower your immune response and the pain and blood loss of the surgery will use up reserves from your body that you need to fight off the wrong and heal from it for now everything i said here applies to situation where the workers in the hospital have been exposed in some way to the rona if you have dedicated hospitals where they only treat stuff that is not related to infectious diseases then the logic of who to treat and take it to the hospital during a pandemic is very different love your show hannah thanks hannah thank you it's definitely a good perspective on it man and like i said i don't want to say it's just bigotry i i mean it's just it's interesting what we decide is essential because like i said someone's gender someone's gender confirmation surgery to could literally be life-saving you know um but like i said it's it's just interesting the language that we use around it um but i would assume you know like i had my doctor you know it was like hey um we can do virtual or remote right now everyone is on virtual and remote unless you have like COVID 19 or some like some sort of emergency or something she's like everyone i'm calling you on the phone we're doing video calls something like that so hold your nuts turn your head cough yourself i don't know you know <laughs> um, tell me what you feel yeah uh this is of course from the illustrious uh uh <laughs> uh professor uh professor lch um i think she just wanted to get the word out with us as a resource greeting folks who didn't file income tax last year or the year before may still be eligible for payment from the government per the coronavirus relief payment uh should be provided this information here are some of the details with the with the link below if you don't usually file a tax return submit your information here get economic impact payment uh um and yeah it's like goes into details i'll just put the link in the show notes thank you uh, Professor LCH. yeah I, and i also put it in the chat room for you guys yeah, and also uh for those of you that have cash app cash app said they're uh updating their information where you can put in like your uh, account information and round information and you can actually get get your money through cash app now right um so yeah this is uh this is a uh, the link in the chat um and um it kind of goes into details so if if you didn't file that tax uh return uh i think it's 2018 you can uh yeah i think they said 2018 yeah because 2019 they're not even i think they may have extended it 
oh they said maybe for both 2018 or 20 something like that yeah so if you hadn't filed for 2019 i'm assuming they're doing 2018 if you did 2019 mm-hmm. that's what they're going to use in my assumption right so uh yeah so in case you didn't you know maybe you weren't supposed to submit one or whatever now now you have some resources and i'll put in show notes too Mm -hmm. in case you need it uh kimberly writes in hey rod and karen i want you to know how much i love the show i've been rocking with y'all a while and i've truly learned a lot and laughed a lot too i hope y'all know that what a different people's lives i know you have in mind you'll also you've also put me on the other podcast that i enjoy too however y'all are like the mother house of a flagship you <laughs> you have made me rethink how i address my trans child to make sure he knows i support and that i use the correct pronouns hey come on now i love to hear that i thank you for that because i really have to pull stuff like that out of him you let me know how important it is lately rod on twitter you've been speaking to me you said a couple things that resonated with me one that you couldn't fuck with anybody who was not voting blue y'all really can't and i'm not arguing with people about it like it's not a invite for debate or whatever i just don't want to be around you i actually don't want to fuck with you at all you know real talk like do whatever you want to do but just like i feel like we crossed the threshold in america now where people can pull like you know that james baldwin quote where it's like we can disagree and still love each other as long as your disagreement isn't rooted in my uh oppression or something like that i can i'm sure i fucked that quote up but you know close enough right we're at the point now where if you're seriously on some i'm gonna sit this shit out you we disagree on a fundamental level about what it is to be a good person and i don't want you around me because your ego is bigger than your fucking than doing the right thing and i can't deal with it i just is exhausting to me i'm probably exhausting to you and i don't want to fucking be your friend i don't want to know you i don't want to kick it with you i don't want to like be in the same vicinity as you like please keep your shit away from me if you can look at the world right now and feel that none of this fucking falls at the feet of of us the ultimate responsibility in america comes down to the voter it's not the politicians it's not the celebrities it's not none of that the ultimate chance to fight is in a voting booth and everyone likes to shirk their responsibility in everything they want to be the most important most catered to motherfuckers in the world until it's time for somebody to say well whose fault is this then it's everyone else's fault like no nah, we collectively are responsible for it i said in 2016 maybe i believe after the election um maybe it's 2017 and you know i remember saying on the show and i meant this and, and it's my motivation to this day and it's also why i decided i'm okay losing friends over this i'm okay not being cool with people um but i was like i felt like i let my audience down because i was a little too cavalier about hey guys hillary clinton is a great candidate and probably the most qualified candidate for this office period and keep in mind i was saying that kind of shit it wasn't but i was also like letting the jokes fly letting people be disrespectful letting people you know whatever i was like letting it be like well yeah i I get it you know she's not the most but but it's like not this the other side of this coin was trump and i did know and was completely up on uh, on front of this even when people thought it was a joke on how fucked up he was and how he did have a chance to win so um if i can feel that way and i was not 
walking around like it's no big deal two sides of the same coin fuck it i whatever it don't matter if i feel that way and and, and, that i can do more and i am doing more and i will do more to and be very explicit about like hey 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 hey, it's not fucking game if i feel that way then you goddamn right i'm looking at people like mark lamont hill i'm looking at the people that once uh bernie sanders went out and started being like i don't think i'm even gonna vote i yes i am looking at these people like the fucking agents they are like the coons they are like the people that are so stupid and short-sighted that they really would let us all be fucked over again because they didn't learn shit from the last time like like i i don't want to i don't want to see that on my watch and i don't want it around me it's negative energy it is so go ahead and keep your fucking entitled spoiled i'm gonna be fine either way ass keep that shit to yourself or keep it away from me you know y'all powwow y'all y'all high five y'all dope y'all dap up y'all do whatever the fuck y'all do away from me that's all i'm saying so yeah when i'm like if you are on some (laughs) joe biden i would never fuck you fuck you even if you believe the worst things about biden the worst things you could possibly believe trump is even worse than that right and you would let us be in the hands of that man for four more years for what what else do you need to be what has to happen for you to be motivated we can't leave the fucking house what has to happen for you to be motivated black people are the ones mostly dying and hit hardest from this thing that is hitting our country right now the thing that he was warned about in november and he didn't give a fuck about it and you claim to care about black people and then we would sit there and be like but i might not vote in november because what's the worst thing that can happen we are in hell right now we this is the worst this is the worst case scenario and you know what next week will be the worst case scenario because every week is made progressively a worser case scenario i know worse is not a word a worser case scenario every fucking week with this guy you know and then to see people still walk around like it's just no big deal like uh you know like like we can just like ride this shit out for four more years i I, this is how reconstruction failed you know it's this it's this belief somehow in 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 this like double standard for whiteness that will always win you know with many of us calling ourselves revolutionaries and we play right at hands as they've set the board to keep us from voting and then you like a fucking uh like a samurai uh, uh cutting his own stomach open do it for him and call yourself honorable you know i don't i'm not with that shit man so like that that it's been really frustrating this week to see all that stuff like i said i don't engage these people i just unfollow you know hey all right well cool you you on some you on some you on some i'm, I'm a special snowflake ass nigga shit I, I i'm not with it and i and i don't need to be party to it sorry karen would you gonna say something yeah, but, uh, agreed and it's one of the things where i uh, like for me uh and i guess because the way i curate my page and, and stuff like that and I'm not really, I'm on social media, but not like that. And I, you know, had seen that's what people were saying. And, and I've said this, 
for years uh that it's going to be a wash rinse rinse and repeat of 2016 because literally nobody has learned it's like people are taking the exact same that they had did it was like we're going to do the same playbook we're going to him and ha everybody we're going to say nobody's perfect we're going to like everybody's the worst and if our person don't win we're going to say fuck it we're not going to vote and that's exactly what's happening yeah man you know i just i, I hate that people have been able to disguise this shit as being woke that's what i hate you know oh i'm so woke i'm gonna let trump win again huh okay appreciate it i feel like forrest whitaker i wonder what he's gonna do today i wonder what he's gonna do tomorrow this guy's just pissing he's pissing all over us he's pissing on you it tastes like she puts it tastes like because you know what it tastes like piss to me that's that's how i feel right now uh number two that you was tired of people looking for others as examples of why they weren't voting i feel that in my, i felt that in my soul i run on, tw- on the twitter occasionally i put it on a regular basis anymore because i get pissed i just want to let you both know how, how you encourage me to take voting in every election seriously not just presidential yeah that's the other thing too man like i vote in every election i can yeah, because you know what these off cycles is how you get the shit in like you get in wisconsin the off right. cycles where you vote on judges yeah and you vote on senator now you know sometimes senators are off cycle you vote on when your mayor the and you can tell do, does shit that directly impact your lives and you can tell how uneducated people are or how unbothered they are about learning because of how they said yeah this is about joe biden and bernie sanders i'm like you don't know shit about wisconsin huh and it's okay not to know shit but you can always go look it up because people will tell you i didn't go to vote for biden or bernie i don't give a fuck about that but i would like to live in a place where me voting for a democratic governor means we get some democratic policies right i like to vote for that i like to vote a conservative judge out of fucking is their seat is that okay with you not everything's about bernie and, and joe you know like and yes you know there were some primaries that really were only about that but this wasn't one of them i'm a fellow charlatan and i had put five on it a couple of years ago love y'all kim thank you kim thank you um yeah it's funny man i talked about it behind the paywall a little bit but i had a dude that i um used to do a podcast with he invite me on every week uh for the ages of shield one and um he was one of the people that was like yeah if we uh i'm i'm not gonna vote this year bernie didn't win and um you know i saw that and it just it made me so mad because it's such a cop-out to me you know and he is a white dude but you know it's not exclusive to white dudes there's plenty of black people that um mm-hmm. online not not a lot but mm-hmm. i mean not a high, not a high percentage right. but there it are very some... loud you know think of the black people that always be in some shit it's they, them they're the loudest it's, yeah. it's five <laughs> of them but they louder than a yeah. hundred of us it, it's them y'all <laughs> um but uh yeah so um there were people that um so he was like yeah i'm not gonna um vote or whatever and i was just like you know what man if if you don't want just don't fuck with me i like it's it's cool to just we don't have everybody don't have to be friends right and um so when he said that on my page i was just like all right man look um we i i'm i'm 
in general about everything but yeah we don't have to be facebook friends we don't have to be friends or whatever it's cool um i don't want to be a friend anymore and just move on right and then he sent me this long ass email about um um a bunch of shit you know i read it on the pregame but the the the, the long and short of it um it, it was some stuff that may have may not have been shade intended in there i don't know but he said some some stuff that was essentially like well i listen to these black activists these activists of color and they're saying that they're not gonna vote and da, 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 da. And you would think on the surface that that was okay right because like hey he's saying he listened to black people and that's how he arrived to this white ass privileged conclusion that he doesn't have to vote because fuck it it's worth the gambit of four more years of trump to teach teach everyone else a lesson but here's the thing that white people that say that never really take responsibility for you pick those niggas so we're talking about the preponderance of blackness and what they're going to do with with their vote most of them are going to vote and they're going to vote democrat and most of this country that wants to see black people suffer is literally set up to keep us from voting so the fact that you found a handful of misfit niggas to tell you it's okay for you to uh, opt out and use them as cover for it i don't want to hear it you know like that don't mean shit to me i am black i know those niggas i don't fuck with them either they can go and you can go there is no fucking like magical uh force field over them that keep makes me go well listen if brie newsom says she's not voting then i guess i can't say anything about that stupid is fucking stupid like you like i hate to take it back to my parents but if all your friends jumped off a bridge come on dog it's not fucking rocket science on this one a bunch of people doing something stupid don't mean you should do something stupid and 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 having the fucking the the audacity to try to make them come off as if they are like this black majority speaking for everybody dog you're talking about a handful of niggas because uh uh the black people that you know if killer mike benjamin dixon uh that brie brie joy chick and uh and nina turner all say well i'm not gonna vote now because bernie sanders didn't win they don't speak for all black people they speak for themselves that's it the themselves and however few many black people have decided they don't they're gonna do it for those reasons you know there's a bunch of like black people that don't vote but many of them voter suppressed many of them don't have the time some you know like vast majority of black people that that are like i'm not voting it's not because they're sitting around being like because i just love bernie so much i'm not voting yeah i love progressive policy so much i'm not voting that's not it you know so i don't know man it's just it's funny how this country does this flip right every year on the lead up to voting especially the democrat people that that are like you know um the dem the people who are so liberal they hate democrats but not republicans those people they're always like you know i'm not gonna vote i'm not gonna vote i'm not gonna vote i'm tired of this shit i'm not voting i'm not voting okay i i i follow three black women who say they're not voting so i'm not voting 
okay cool then the fucking november 6th or whenever the fucking day after the election is every year like clockwork you know black women showed up and they voted at a 97 percent clip in uh mississippi getting them their first ever democratic governor in history wow give it up for black women y'all give it up black women saving us from ourselves doing so much we should let black women lead they shouldn't be voting for a white man in mississippi why can't a black woman be on that ballot why can't the the electorate should reflect black women black women are the real core of the democratic party that's who the fuck should be the initial black women that's what we need to be like right the second election is over can't wait to just hop back on the clitoris of the black woman and say oh you're the fucking greatest wouldn't listen to shit every day up to the fucking election every other turn every other democratic turns out demographic turns out less and votes at a lower percentage for democrats black women the only ones that's why you don't hear me clowning black people in the democratic party it's no point you're really talking about most black women everyone tries to do mental logistics of some other shit it's most black women you're talking about when you start talking about black people to vote democrat just go slap a black woman in the face because that's who you're talking about right you know you're not <laughs> black men voted a lower clip white people voted much lower clips like you're talking about black women every time you shit on the the democrats and 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 how they ain't shit and the people that vote for them ain't shit and they're all the establishment and they rich and they don't give a fuck about nobody black women give a fuck about everybody many times to their we, detriment we have to because if we don't we're gonna die along with you right so it's just whack to me to call yourself any level of ally any level of um yeah i support black people and then tell me i'm gonna move out of the way as this train runs over you because i didn't get my way and two other black people said it was okay to let the train run over you so i'm okay with that so what you gonna listen to diamond and silk too you gonna listen to them like you pick the black people you decide to listen to you picked them because they already mirrored what you thought which is i don't want to fucking vote unless it's bernie sanders that's it you know who else is on the fucking ballot this year my candidate elizabeth warren whom to me a much more competent bernie sanders who actually had the numbers behind her plans to tell you exactly how the fuck she was gonna pay for everything not some general bullshit of i'm gonna raise takers on a one percent literally would be like if we raise this percent two percent on every dollar over this much money blah 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 it will pay for this this and this she would tell you that she would break down her fucking the, the same plan that bernie sanders would be like free college she'd take it a step further and be like free college but also um we need to have an endowment for hbcu specifically because those colleges are even more underfunded than uh, like she would do that and she didn't win and she was more to me more progressive than your man's and she didn't win and nobody that fucked with her many of them being black women but i have seen zero people turn around and be like well i ain't voting because they were serious people it's not a game it's not a code of personality they're serious people about this country and doing mitigating the most harm they can that's who the fuck was supporting elizabeth warren then the cult of people that support bernie sanders are honestly also we'll just let the shit burn because they don't care about nobody they don't even care about these policies care about that man and you can't convince me otherwise because if not you wouldn't be calling elizabeth warren a liar 
when she said bernie sanders told her that uh a woman couldn't be present she's a liar that bitch is lying see she's a snake snake emojis liar okay cool so she's a liar this woman you never heard of three weeks ago accuses joe biden of rape and y'all have literally elevated that woman to motherfucking sojourner truth in record time in record time fuck checking out a story fuck anything she telling the truth elizabeth warren a fucking liar fucking liar she's lying from the pit of hell like it's crazy what these people are doing all behind the coat of this man it's literally behind this dude you know so i i I don't know there's just something about this this kind of shit that is is i guess it's more frustrating to me to see it now four years into trump because at this point you're like those people that come out every november and they get on the news and they go i'm undecided <laughs> there's three seconds before the election and i don't know who i'm gonna vote for and they get to be on the news right because they're undecided right and that the news makes a big deal out of it they interview those first they don't want to talk to the people that know who they're voting for they don't want to talk to the people that have good reasons right um they want to talk to the person that's undecided because they get the most attention and that's kind of what all this shit has become for social media social media is based off attention and so the people that get the most attention are the people that say shit they're contrarian like i'm not voting for anybody i don't care black lives matter to me so i'll take mo trump please you know like they make that make sense because it gets the most attention it's the flattest comment that gets the most like wow glaring i have to say something to this person i have to retweet this person whatever right that's what's happening all the time now and i'm just kind of sick of the shit i'm sick of being gaslit by this shit and you know in this case this white dude i I, like i I honestly didn't respond to the email because it's like if you can just make a moral case every case has been made you have chosen to ignore them don't don't pretend don't pretend like you couldn't have found this out on your own let's not do that everything every resource is out there to tell you why black people feel the exact way we do black people turned out for biden white people turned out for biden like do you think it's because we love joe biden no you know what i mean you think it's even because we hate bernie sanders it's none of those things we just need the motherfucker to win and it it, this is the person that's gonna happen behind you know so it is crazy to me man because i really think that's what we're seeing from so many people is that mentality of the things that are going to make us repeat what happened in 2016 and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'll be goddamned if, i mean look whatever happens happen but i'll be goddamned if i'm gonna sit around like it's all good with me because it ain't right it's 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 not fine and it's not okay and it's not all good and it's you know and for me a lot of it boils down and it stems down flat to racism white supremacy and ignorance uh and that's all it is for me so it's one of those things where i'm just kind of fed up with all of it so i'm like you i don't want to hear the i'm not voting person i i I don't want to hear i can't get behind bernie i mean um biden like i'm sorry your favorite white man lost the end that's the end every my, my everybody else their candidates went down too but what they didn't say was i'm not voting for the democratic person they were sad disappointed and some of them were upset and voiced their themselves being upset which i can understand but also on the flip side we have some of the most diverse candidates in this election as far as on the democratic side some people dropped out before a fucking vote was even cast anybody nobody's asking why no nobody's asking why 
nobody asking why these people dropped out they didn't have the funding but you wanted the diversity but you ran out all the diverse people because at the end of the day a lot of times they don't have the funding and all it's it's a lot of factors that play into this and the thing is for me it's not a game it's about life and death and i don't want to die and literally people are dying and people will continue to die uh off of you going i don't feel like voting i don't want to vote yeah I, like i said man i i and now and for the record this guy happened to be white but i'm not just talking about white people you know and i meant this shit when i said it you know I, and i have lost some people that you know i would uh maybe i wouldn't call them friends or whatever but facebook would call us friends um so i've lost some quote-unquote friends over this i'm okay with it like i'm never looking back and regretting this this is a time because i didn't move out of anger or rage. like i'm not mad at these people Mm-mm. i just understand stupid is stupid and you can't do shit with it right you know I, whether you just it's you're young and you just don't know better whether you're just so fucking like contrarian that you confuse being contrarian with being smart because that's how we uh mono- that's how we treat smartness in america like only one percent of the people can be smart not everyone can't be smart at the same time it's like okay well if i ask people what's the capital of new york state and everybody knows what the capital is then everybody got the answer and everybody was smart well we don't treat smartness like that in america smartness is one person saw everything in a different way than everyone else did well that's also what being a contrarian is but being a contrarian isn't always smart hey guys let's not do the thing that'll get us all killed i have an idea let's do the thing that'll get us all killed i must be the most intelligent person in the room because only one person in here agrees with me and it's me like that's how people seem to treat uh the stuff and so like some of the things that are common sense that everyone should be like well clearly if you're black you don't want a republican in charge if you're a liberal you don't want a republican in charge that's not how people move yeah well you know what though i've thought about it and i thought about it and i thought about it and i'm gonna outthink myself here i think republicans should be in charge well that's what racist people want mm-hmm. and we should give it to them well that's not gonna help any black people any of the causes that you said you believe in i know but that'll make my causes in the end it'll actually work it's never worked before in the history of anything it's gonna work this time like it's, it's ridiculous you know so i watched this shit happen and um i i realized that that energy and i and the, the weird part i've been so much happier without these people in my life mm-hmm. so like every time one of these motherfuckers exits my life my life been better it's Ain't been improved truth. yes it's low key like a weight being lifted off low key the only people that have like put uh a wrench into my life and the way that i operate have been these kind of people i'm not even joking about this but within the last like since the podcast i would say the the people that have made my life the most frustrating have been the woker than thou fuck fuck y'all some other shit uh everybody is 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 stupid except for me yeah we ran into several of that that kind of you know like those people have fucked those people have mostly been the people that ended up doing the things that violated either me or like it's been them like it's not some shit i did to myself in these cases you know what i mean like they're the ones that had me being like well i guess it's not okay for me to say black people should vote because that's like shaming them and they're gonna feel bad about the shit fuck and i don't want to make your anyone- feelings i'm to the point where i'm like fuck your 
feelings because that's what you say to people when you act stupid and you say stuff you're telling people i don't care about you dying i don't care about your kids dying i don't care about the economy taking fuck your feelings sometimes feelings have got to be motherfucking hurt and people don't want to hear that right not to mention they use shame anytime they feel like it right in their work they shame people all the time but it's it's just not supposed to work for anyone else right but okay but so but it's those moments where i'm like you know what man you gotta go and then the time and you know once you once that happens one my life gets tenfold every time and then two i watch them repeat the same cycles over and over and over exactly how i thought it was going to go out you know so i'm like okay this motherfucker is you know do whatever you feel like until they can get a seat at the table and then it's do what i tell you to do we we are voting this time y'all oh, okay so you finally find a way to, to get you some attention off of it cool well i'm just i'm just using our platform for the thing it's supposed to be used for us our opinions that's it you know and so yeah i feel like a lot of this stuff like you know like seeing this white dude be on some i'm not voting shit hey man you get to feel that way you got it Over you just don't get to feel that way around me right i don't want to be at your party you know i'm not going to help you get the attention you need off of it so but yes so yeah anyway that's the things that inspired me to say that this week um and uh you know i just find that very interesting you know especially the the one that's really frustrating is the well these black activists that i follow you chose to follow those there's a bunch of other activists you could have followed you know that will there's a bunch of them too most of the (laughs) it's funny you look at (laughs) you look at the activists who are behind things that with voter registration see how many of those are black women right and then come back to me like there's a diversity of opinion without within the diaspora but let's not act like the, the the vast majority of black people are somewhere going yeah man i would rather have four more years of trump i don't know if you've seen the turnout numbers that's not true so you know and it's the same thing it's really why bernie sanders failed to me is because who did he pick for his black surrogates right think about this cornell west who hates president obama who black people love um uh killer mike who also hate shits on obama but also uh thinks he uh woke it in y'all to shut up black women all kinds of misogynistic shit went on nra tv like he picks the negroes that talk bad about the other negroes that's what he do and then want to turn to us to be like why didn't you vote for this man because we love ourselves and we know you don't you know what i mean that's that's we know that the surrogates you pick by the surrogates you pick by tavis smiley coming up and telling us i hate barack obama and blah 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 but y'all niggas need to shut the fuck up and vote for this white man you're not gonna get the traction you wanted you know particularly when you need us to actually get over the hump mm-hmm. so anyway all that stuff to say man um rest in peace to bernie sanders campaign you know i thought he um <clears throat> i think he, he's to be proud of i think he uh moved the needle to the left um i think um he uh he definitely changed the electorate um in the last uh i say three to four years um even if you even if some of the shit was kind of underhanded and some of the stuff was about hating hillary clinton and uh you know because i mean hillary clinton was 
you know promoting universal health care before bernie sanders was but okay um but <laughs> even if if, if if some of the stuff is unfairly been attributed to him because he is an old white man and and he gets to be angry and and spout all this shit and call himself a socialist and, and 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 benefit from it as opposed to obama being called a socialist and uh losing out um support because of it it's fine i think i think the country is better because he um because of his policies i think everyone opted some form of his policies biden already picked up two policies that uh rival his medicare for all and uh some of his student loan uh forgiveness stuff so i mean now in all fairness uh those were elizabeth warren ideas as well and you know no one wants to bring that part up that biden is uh could also just be listening to elizabeth warren but um because <laughs> he also adopted two of her policies already but uh whatever the point is man good 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 glad for the country i hope these policies all come true yeah. and all that stuff you know so I, I i've never harbored ill will towards bernie sanders i never really um had an issue with him and you know uh his campaign ending just needed to happen for the situation where right because but it, it wasn't a normal his people are more fucked up than he's ever been he's right. not to me he seemed cool like to be honest with you like bernie seemed like a pretty cool dude who unfortunately attracted an internet following that just was never gonna make his sale work you know who else used the internet very well in 2008 barack obama Barack Obama created a groundswell on the advent of social media and having the right people out there stumping for him. It helped him a lot. And uh, I think these people, the these people who claim to always be the victims and always at the same time blameless, um, these people did him a disservice. And I think that, that hurt him a lot. Agreed. So, all right, y'all, that's it that's everything for this week thank y'all for listening uh we should be back tomorrow at 2 p.m with janelle james i'll hit her up tonight to make sure okay um, nothing happened because you yeah. know we've had a few like near misses with uh janelle yeah, something may come up anything yeah yeah so hopefully it works out tomorrow uh until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.